You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm so grateful because it's the first week of January and I love New Year's. I love creating new goals. I love that as a collective and society, like we all come together and we're like, we're going to be better. We're going to try to align our lives with the vision that we hold for the future. And I love that. I know that it gets a lot of bad rap, it seems like on the internet, but I love it. I love Mondays. I love New Year's. I'm here for it. I'm a person who sets goals multiple times during the year just because I love the energy of it. And so today, you guys, we're going to be talking about decision making. And when I picked this topic, I knew that it was going to be for the first week of the year. And that is because I think those who are effective and efficient decision makers have a leg up on those who are not. I genuinely believe that the only thing you need to change your reality is a decision. And so when we can become effective and efficient decision makers, we have so much power in our lives. So my intention and my objective for this episode today is to persuade you to make decisions a little more consciously, a little bit more efficiently, and to start this new year, it's to make a couple decisions that maybe you haven't made yet. So let's start off by talking about your brain. Many of us are posed with hundreds of different decisions we have to make every single day, especially if you're a mom like me, like you're not just making decisions for yourself. You're making decisions for your kids. You're making decisions with your husband. You have so many questions that you're answering every day. And this can be quite exhausting if we've not learned how to be effective and efficient decision makers. There are multiple types of exhaustion. And I think the one that aligns with the exhaustion of not making decisions effectively or efficiently, it looks like overwhelm. I think it's the worst kind of exhaustion. (laughs) I genuinely do. So there's like the exhaustion of, you know, pushing hard towards a goal that you care about, or the, the exhaustion of putting your heart into your purpose, or the exhaustion of just staying up all night with a baby, or the exhaustion of working out hard at the gym. These are all different types of exhaustion, but I, I genuinely think the worst one is the exhaustion that comes from the overwhelm of having too many decisions and having too many tabs open in your brain. I like to think of my brain as like a computer. And It runs on a software and every decision that we have to make is like opening a tab on the browser. And if we don't open the tab and then close the tab by making the decision, eventually we have too many tabs open and the computer gets bogged down. And when there are too many tabs are open, we become less effective in every other area of our life. So not only do we feel the fatigue from all of these decisions, but also we get overwhelmed and then we start to shut down in other areas, similar to a computer, right? We call this decision fatigue and I'm thoroughly convinced, like I said, that it is worse than any other type of tiredness. If you relate with this, like your brain has a ton of tabs open right now, don't stress and don't judge yourself. Let's just go through and start closing some of those tabs. The way we're going to do that is by making decisions. And I promise you guys, this is going to feel really good. In fact, recently for me, I noticed this overwhelm starting to creep in. I had a lot of decisions that I had not made or that I was thinking about and trying to figure out, but hadn't, hadn't actually decided on. 
And when I did what I'm going to tell you guys to do, it was like my brain felt soothed. It's the only way I can describe it. I felt so much calmer and I realized how important this is. So the work we're going to do today is going to feel really good if you have a lot of tabs open, but it's going to require that you don't judge yourself. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to take a couple minutes and write down every decision you have to make right now. There might be a lot and that's okay. I'm going to give you some examples from my own list. I wrote one of the things that I have down is what am I going to make for dinner this week? What things need to be bought at Costco when I go tomorrow? Should I go back to school? This one's funny because like I I actually don't think I'm going to go back to school. But like I'm actually not going to go back to school right now and I'm not even going to worry about thinking about going back to school right now. That was the decision I made, but I had this floating around in my head like should I go back to school? Should I go back to school? Hmm, what should I do? Should I go back to school? Should I have another baby? What sectional do I want to buy? Who should I hire for my video? What are my new year's goals? Etc, etc, etc. These are some of my list. Now, if you can stop right now, if not, go and write down what decisions you have to to make right now. It adds up. You're going to see that it adds up, especially if we aren't making decisions as we go. So think of it like this. It's like we're cleaning the kitchen, right? And if we don't clean it up all week when we eat food and we use all those dishes and we cook in there and everyone's in there, it is going to be pretty disgusting and overwhelming when we go to do it. But if we can develop the talent to clean as we go, the overwhelm doesn't build nearly as much. We're not overwhelmed when we walk into the room every single day and then it's making us less effective in other areas of our life and we become much more efficient and effective. And so after you've written down all your decisions, we're going to write down the decision we make according to that. So what am I going to make for dinner this week? I'm going to go and make that decision. And I'm going to even ask myself, how can I simplify this? This is one that I actually did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to simplify this by every week on Wednesday, we're going to have spaghetti. And now on Wednesdays, I don't have to think about what we're having for dinner because on Wednesdays we have spaghetti. That is going to eliminate a decision I have to make every day, giving me more space in my brain to focus and to use my brain energy on things that I actually care about. (laughs) I care about food very little. Like I only want to, I don't want to give that a lot of my time and attention. So how can I simplify the system? And so we're going to go through and we're going to answer those questions. We're going to make some decisions as we go. Now I know. I know for many of you that this is not easy, hence why you have a list a mile long to begin with. These are a couple things you can remember when making a decision. Number one is it doesn't have to take a long time. I want to push your beliefs a little bit about how long it should take to make a decision. I like to think of decision making on a continuum, and most of the time, the best place on my continuum to be is right in the middle. On one side of the continuum is when we make decisions impulsively. This is, this is usually where I live. I'm going to be honest. I'm more of an impulsive decision maker. We don't really think things through. We just do this because we don't want to deal with it. That's on one side of the continuum. On the other side of the continuum, which is where I would say my husband lives more of the time and we're kind of opposite, which is good because we we're learning to come together right in the middle. But on the other side of the continuum is the side that researches everything nonstop, gives away a lot of power to circumstances, thinks like, I have to get the right decision because if not, I'm going to feel terrible, right? And spends forever to take decisions, is very indecisive. 
So there's, there's both sides of the continuum and we want to be right in the middle. One of my favorite thoughts is that good information brings good inspiration. So when we go to make decisions, it's important that we gather good information, but be careful to not overdo this. You won't have all the information. And if you will waste so much time and energy if you're waiting or looking for or trying to get all the information before you make a decision. A lot of times we have to make decisions without knowing exactly what's going to happen. And usually those decisions actually bring us the greatest results is when there's like a little risk involved in them. And so be careful in thinking that you need to have all the information. We want to have as much information as we can. But efficiency matters just as much when it comes to making decisions. The next thing I want you to remember is that loving your decision after you make it is a choice that you get to make and you can do it regardless of what happens. I had a TikTok video that went viral right when TikTok was brand new. And all I said when it was, this is your reminder that the only thing that you need to make a good decision is to decide you made a good decision, something like that. And people were like, what the heck? Like, oh my gosh, I guess get to decide that my decision was a good decision. And I did have some pushback because I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but some decisions were just bad decisions. And and that's where I, I come in and I say, well, that's because that's how you're viewing it. And that's actually okay to be like, oh, that wasn't the best decision in that moment. And that's okay. We have to be very careful not to dwell and judge ourselves when we make decisions and it doesn't go exactly how we wanted it to go. When we remember these two things, we can get information we need and we'll waste a lot more time or we waste a lot less time. Now, a lot of times we spend a lot of time in the thought, I'm trying to decide. I'm just trying to decide what I'm going to do. Decisions can take a moment. Like you don't have to take more than a moment. You can just decide. We know this truth that all decisions will hold both good and bad. There's opposition in all things, both positive and negative. So we don't need to fear making the wrong decisions. We get the information. We think with our higher brain. Then we choose. And then we choose to love whatever we chose. But Megan, the TikTok comment section says, What about if I choose to be an alcoholic? Like, that's bad. I shouldn't choose that. And I say back to that, there's good and bad to that. There's the positive 50% of you don't have to feel your feelings because you use alcohol instead. And then there's the negative 50% of that that is that you're not feeling your feelings and that you're an addict now, right? And so what 50% do you want? Personally, I don't want the 50% where I'm an addict. That's terrible to me. It doesn't align with my values and it doesn't feel good. So for me, I'm going to choose the one that most aligns with my values and my priorities, and then I'm going to get my own back on it. So after you make a decision, this is when the really important stuff comes into play. After you've made a decision, your job is to get your own back. A thought that I love is, I did the best I could with the information I had, and now I will do X, Y, Z. So a lot of times we look back on the decisions that we've made and we think, oh, I made the wrong decision or, oh, that was, how could I have thought that was going to be the right thing? Well, 
in the moment when I made the decision, I did the best I could with the information I had. Things changed and now I'm going to do this. I learned this and now I'm going to try something different. So many of us make decisions and then start to second guess ourselves. The second that we've made the decision, maybe this isn't the right decision. Maybe I need to go get more information. Maybe I should look into something else. I don't know. And then we go back into that indecision. I want you to be very careful. Your brain is designed to keep you safe and comfortable. Let me say that again. Your brain is designed, your natural brain is designed to keep you safe and to keep you comfortable. So it will, I repeat, it will indulge in confusion. It will indulge in indecision because indecision and confusion feel better and more safe and even more comfortable a lot of times than action, than trusting yourself and going for it, than moving into the unknown. Many of you are making decisions and and it's forcing you into the unknown. You guys, the unknown is the, the space of limitless possibility. You've got to move into the unknown, but your brain wants to keep you in the known because it's familiar and it's safe. So we've got to tap into that conscious and higher brain that's telling us, hey, move into the unknown, make this decision, start acting and not fall back into that old, like lower brain, natural man, the animalistic part of us that just wants to be safe and comfortable. It takes some faith, but it's faith worth having because it's what is going to create the results you want. Remember, discomfort is the currency for your dreams. You may start to judge yourself after you make a decision. I want you to be conscious and aware of it. You did the best you had with the information that you had. So what will you do now? Judging yourself never changes behavior. You can love yourself regardless of the decision you made, even if it wasn't, didn't end up working out the way that you hoped it would. Judging ourselves feels terrible and it will keep you from making more decisions in the future, aka more tabs, which also feels terrible. Your brain is so cute. It's always trying to keep you comfortable. So it's like, hey, don't make that decision because it could go bad and then you're going to feel terrible. In the meantime, you're going to stay in your comfort zone over here where you're confused and we're going to leave all these tabs open and you're going to feel also super terrible. Why not choose the terrible that actually gets you the results you want and that also could go amazingly well? Okay, so we're using that higher brain to recognize that making decisions doesn't have to be scary. And because we have personal power to choose to love whatever decision we make, after we make it, and we have the personal power to get our own back, then we don't have to be scared. Also, you guys, decisions are not permanent. If you move to a different city, you felt really good about it, and you get there, and you end up not wanting to stay, you can move again. You don't have to be so scared about this permanent decisions. We really just want to ditch all the fear thoughts that show up when you go to make decisions, because they will. Your brain loves to indulge in that indecision because it just feels safe, but it's a lie and it's keeping you from reaching your goals and it's keeping you from being effective in your motherhood, being effective as a parent. It's keeping you from what you're trying to create. Now, you guys know I chose this topic for the first week of the year because I believe that decisions determine your destiny. So if you want something different, you just need to decide to do something different. And the only thing that's keeping you from reaching your next goal is a powerful decision. 
a decision you decide to honor regardless of what other people think about you. A decision that you decide to honor regardless of how uncomfortable that it makes you at times. A decision you decide to honor regardless of what it requires from you. True change comes from making strong and powerful decisions that you get your own back on. So maybe this year you decided you're going to eat healthier. My question is, is did you really decide that? Or did you decide I'm going to maybe eat a little bit healthier if it works out for me? Or did you only kind of decide that? Was this decision powerful? If we made a powerful decision to eat clean, it would look like showing up to the party with a veggie tray and not giving a crap what anyone thought about it. It would look like when you are eating out to eat, choosing to eat something different. Is your decision powerful? That is a question I want you to ask yourself. Powerful decisions are what change your life trajectory. Here are some decisions that I want to encourage you to make powerfully this year that have so much potential to change your current circumstances and results. And I got these from a talk I read called Decisions to Sermon Destiny by Thomas S. Monson. The first one is choose your friends with caution. You've heard this before. You become who you spend your time with. Your brain gravitates to what is familiar. Familiarize yourself with people who are doing things and becoming things that you want to become. You will just naturally gravitate and become those things just by being around it. We are attracted to like energies. And so if you want to create something new, go be around people who are creating something new. If you want to get healthier, be around people who are focused on health. You become who you spend your time with. Choose your friends with caution. And that doesn't mean you can't be friends with everyone. I'm all about like loving everyone. But who are the people you spend your time with? And do they bring positivity and joy and the energies that you're trying to create this year into your life? Are they being that? Because that's who we want to gravitate to. Also, on the flip side of that, be that type of friend to others. That's important. We can't just go and try to jump into a group of friends that are doing amazing things when we're not willing to do those things, when we're negative, when we're not optimistic, when we're struggling like with doing the things that we care about. So choose your friends with caution. Number two, plan your future with purpose. You guys know that this is really important to me. I love this quote. It says, the man without a purpose is like a ship without a rudder, a waif, a nothing, a no man. Have purpose in life and having it throw so much strength of mind and muscle into your work. I love the idea of like purpose, but I know it's hard for a lot of you because you're indecisive and you're like, I can't decide a purpose. What if I don't want that purpose later? You guys, your purpose isn't something you find. It's just something that you create. It's something that you decide you enjoy. You find something that you enjoy and then you just put your heart into it and then it becomes your purpose and then you give back and it's your value that you give into the world. Plan your future with purpose. I love the, the scripture. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Or like this quote, the man without a purpose is like a ship without a rudder. So decide your goals, right? Plan with purpose. Make powerful decisions and then throw all your strength and all your muscle and all your focus and attention into it. And I think that it will bring you much joy. The last one is to frame your life with faith. You guys, it's always a choice. Choose to see things from the eyes of faith. Focus your attention and your energy on what is working. 
there's always going to be two sides of a story. There's going to be the dark and the light, the positive, the negative, the good, the bad, right? There's always going to be these two forces working and we get to choose what we put our energy towards. Are you going to put your energy towards what's not working or what has worked? Are you going to put your energy towards solutions or problems? Are you going to put your energy towards faith or fear? Remember, faith and doubt cannot coexist. Do not allow doubt-filled thoughts to fill your mind, especially after you've made an inspired decision. Frame your life with faith. So I'm going to say those three one more time. Plan your future with purpose. Choose your friends with caution. And frame your life with faith. Now, one last thing. This is a little tidbit of spirituality for you from Megan, because I think that it's just as important and all the practical stuff we've talked about today. But just as importantly is I believe that we have a God and that God wants to help us make wise decisions. And one of my favorite scriptures is by its fruits, you'll know it. So it says that if a plant is producing thorns and thistles and is not providing good fruit, that's how you'll know if it comes from God or not. And so we need to spend less time being scared about making the wrong decisions and spend more time in faith and confidence in ourselves and in God to make good, that we will make wise and good decisions and, and believe in that. And you'll know if your decision is good by the fruit that it bears. And so I'm not saying don't ever look back at your decisions and see if they're, they're right or wrong. I think we should totally look at the past to learn from it. Oh, that decision brought good fruit. I'm going to do that again. Oh, this decision didn't bring the best fruit. I'm not going to do that next time. And we look at it as just information that can teach us. So that is my my last thing I want to tell you is that we have a God who wants to help us make decisions. Reach out, reach up and allow like the spirit, that energy of God to come within you so that you can make the most effective decisions. Align with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And I think that your decision-making will become easier. It'll become more effective and you'll feel more confident when you know that you have the big guy upstairs on your side. So I hope you guys have an amazing first week of the year. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you liked it and it helped you, would you please screenshot it, throw it up on your social media or share it with a friend or even just message me and let me know because it just, I love to hear from you guys. Thank you again. We'll see you next time.